Let's build some awesome tree houses in episode number 45 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Cool. Sign me in. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Swiss Family Robinson. 1960. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 45. There you can leave us a comment on the episode, and you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad and designer with Dead Reckoning for Deserted Desert Islands. Dead Reckoning? What? It's a nautical what term. What does that even mean? I looked it up. Ah, nice. <laughs> and I predicted that Swiss Family Robinson would be a classic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Master Interrupter, Paul Bowers. How are you doing today, Paul? What flag do you raise for Dead Reckoning? <laughs> I think it's where you don't need any navigation tools. You can just like eyeball it. Isn't that called eyeballing? Bite me, Paul. <laughs> uh, Paul, George yes. Lucas was a huge fan of Swiss Family Robinson and actually named Anakin after the director of the movie, Ken Anakin. Whoa. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker from, you know, that little movie George Lucas did. Oh, yeah. Willow. Yeah. <laughs> With that little guy. That's technically Ron Howard. Anyway, uh, Paul, oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who or what is your dog named after? My dog is named Bentley. It's named after the car. Okay. I, was, what, I figured it was the car, but that yeah. do you have a Bentley? I mean, I'm... No, we got him from a rescue, uh, Pomeranian Rescue Shelter, and he was previously named that. Oh, uh, okay. So you and just retained he, the name. Bit, he fits that uh, spoiled little name of his. <laughs> and I predicted that Swiss Family Robinson would be nostalgic. Gotcha. Okay. And we are joined tonight by Sharon, the Harp <laughs> Star Powers. Hi, Sharon. How are you doing? Hello, Francisco. Hello. Uh, thank you for returning to this show. And uh, Sharon, the final battle in Swiss Family Robinson was a uh, direct influence or had a direct influence on the final battle in the forest moon of Endor in the oh, return of the Jedi. Nice. So my question to you, Sharon is what star Wars movie influenced you the most, whether it's just generally in your life or specifically. Wow. Whoa. What's funny is I think I was reflecting when I rewatched Swiss family Robinson of how much it influenced my life. Sure. Wow. That makes so sense. anyway, but oh my gosh, I would probably choose Star Wars and New Hope. Okay. AA Star Wars. Classic. Probably. But they kind of all, usually I would watch them back to back. Mm -hmm. so sometimes they kind of mesh for me. So. Sure. But I think that would be the one. Okay. It's got, it's got the most Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. So he, he was a big deal. I don't know. Um, I'd say episode one yeah. and two have the most. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, but. we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> what what episodes are you referring to? I, I know not of these. I predicted that Swiss Family Robinson would be a classic. Nice. You would. <laughs> you know it. 
Anyway, Paul, will you please uh, tell us or enter the course for our episode today and tell the audience what course you're entering? So today we're going to discuss uh, Swiss Family Robinson and uh, maybe some spoilers along the way. And then let's also see what's new with us lately on our new tube segment. And then let's go to um, some feedback and announcements. Awesome. Thank you very much, Paul. And uh, Alice, please alert us if you found the target or space pirates or anything like that. Space pirates. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers. Incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. Tonight on the Disney Sunday movie, a classic adventure. A family shipwrecked. On an island paradise. Being alive is more important than being far. Working together to create a new life. Didn't you ever dream of having a house up on a treetop? No. I built it for us. With wonderful discoveries. It's a girl. And dangerous visitors. Pirates on the beach. An exciting journey beyond imagination. Swiss Family Robinson, next. And that trailer probably uh, spurred some memories for you. And here is what memories it spurred before we rewatched it for us. A 19th century Swiss family gets shipwrecked on an exotic island and they have to survive on said island. The family builds the coolest treehouse ever. The eldest son and the boy from Old Yeller go off exploring the island and meet a teenage girl disguised as a boy who was stranded on the island to be the love interest of the Robinson's teenage son. They fight a boa constrictor? And then the family sets booby traps for pirates and race on animals. Not at the same time. <laughs> All the boys crush on the girl, with the eldest winning her love, and turns out they are on a pirate island, and when the pirates return for revenge and attack, the Swiss family has to fend them off until a British rescue ship finds them. Now, that was somewhat close, but I think probably me the most was incepted. Yeah, they weren't even Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> they all spoke English. Yeah, so language can be a technicality that we sort of overlook. But Paul, can you tell us how this movie was technically made? Swiss Family Robinson was released in theaters on December 1st, 1960 in the U.S. of A. It was directed by Ken Anakin Skywalker, apparently. <laughs> And it stars John Mills. Do you know who he was the father of in real life? General Mills Sillert. Uh -huh. No, Haley Mills. Oh, really? That's her daddy. Anyway, it went on to star Dorothy McGuire, James MacArthur, Janet Monroe, uh, Tommy Kirk, and Kevin Corkin. Kevin Corcoran. No names Cork I recognize. Corcoran. Well, then you're not a Disney fan. Oh, we've already discussed that in previous episodes. <laughs> Moving uh, on, Paul. Fine. This movie was made for about $4 million and made about $40 million in the box Ooh, office. Ooh, nice. Went on later to make $20 million in rentals alone. Uh, not as nice, but still, that's pretty good. That is super nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul, for sharing those technicals. Now let's You're get welcome. into your, now let's get into what we loved 
or just liked about Swiss Family Robinson. Sharon, will you start us out, please? Okay. Give That's us one question. thing to start with. <laughs> just one thing. You know, oh, the perfect thing to start with is to me the very first even ten to fifteen minutes of the movie was really engaging just from the get go. Mm, the storm. But yeah, it just like you didn't know why like they were on a ship. You didn't know too much of the particulars, but and why the, you the were, titles you were, were in brown. Survive that shipwreck. Yes. Yeah, I definitely thought it was cool that it didn't have a bunch of just titles going and then finally get into the movie. It was yeah. a good sort of like start with seeing this, this yeah. sort of wrecked ship trying to survive a storm and the credits going over it. You know, yeah. Josh said when he was a kid, he remembered it having, like he felt like it had pacing issues, mm. but it would just lose it in some spots, which mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid, I did not feel the same way, but I just thought it was kind of, you know, like, with that on my mind, then we start the movie and from the get-go. It doesn't waste any time. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty cool. What did you think about that, Paul? I thought it was all right. <laughs> okay. Well, what was something you actually liked about the movie, Paul? Well, when the movie first started out, what I really liked was actually seeing it in the wide aspect ratio Panavision, uh, yes. Yes, yes. 2.35 to 1, mm-hmm. which was really nice because um, I know in the at least in the titles and in the end credits when growing up, I would see this in the 4x3 format. So now that I'm an adult and I can actually see it in the mm-hmm. widescreen like it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. I'm one of those fans that love widescreen. So oh, totally. I, I, I agree. This was just glorious for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, for me, I I really liked, uh, this is again in the first 10 to 15 minutes, but after they're on the island, the mom stops them and says, uh, the dad's like, so first thing we're going to go do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mom says, well, not the first thing. And they actually kneel down and pray. And they all like, oh yeah, we should do this. And I thought that was, I, that was totally unexpected because you never see that in a movie of today. So that was, yeah. Real, yeah. I really appreciated that. And I thought it was subtle enough that it wasn't like a, you know, we, you know, they didn't speak the prayer. They just kind of said, you know, it was obvious what they were doing, but it mm-hmm. also was really low key so it's enough. Open to, not to be, all religions. Yeah. It wasn't, it certainly wasn't ramming like Christianity but, down your throat. Right. But it just kind of like Buddhism. their firm faith. And, and also the fact that, um, just kind of to tack on it, like that was one of the things I'd listed that I liked as mm-hmm. well. Um, but, to take it one step further, the way um, Francis, the youngest mm-hmm. child, was um, he was starting to go off and play, but when she said, oh, let's do this first, he really enthusiastically just sat right down and joined in. Oh, I didn't even notice his reaction. His That's awesome. Together. Yeah. yeah. I really followed, uh, wh- whereas when I was a kid, when I was growing up watching this sh- the movie, I paid more attention to the two older boys just because mm-hmm. you know, they, they went off exploring and everything, and well, I just never had much interest in really little boys. <laughs> sure. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Makes sense. But um, I was really engaged with Francis this go around. Um, so more on that later. Oh, cool. Paul, were there any characters you were really uh, engaged with during the movie? All of them had their moments. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Which, as a kid growing up, I didn't feel that way. But as an adult, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Was there anyone as a kid that you really connected with or not really? Yeah, the young boy. Because oh, really? <laughs> I was a young 
boy, and that mm-hmm. was like my window into the world. As in the youngest? Yes. Yeah, that's funny because you're we're both oldest siblings, and I connected the most with the middle brother, um, mainly because he was bookish. Yes. And I've always connected with with him more than the older brother, Fritz. Yeah. Fritz yeah. And I never understood why Roberta picked Fritz, yes. the jerk, over him. But anyway. We'll... He wasn't a jerk. Well, yeah, oh, no. He, he was, was very pushy. And he's like, hey, get but... back to work. And then the dad says, hey, just do what you're told. This is over. And it's like, yeah. you're going to let your jerk brother get away with that? I think or your jerk son? I have a feeling we might talk about. He was Fritz, pushy. Ernst and Roberta a little bit later. So let's let's, no, let's talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> the can has been opened. <laughs> Closing the can. Ugh. All right, okay. fine. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Good job closing it. Thanks. Well done. I tried. Um, you must be Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> or did you use your Ernst-like brains to maneuver it closed? You're claustrophobic. Um, <laughs> anyway. I actually didn't connect with any characters as a kid. I just sort of remembered the story in general. But this time, watching you like it, the floating pig. I no, <laughs> I actually I appreciated both parents. I really liked. I don't know if it's just because I'm a parent, but yeah, I really appreciated that they felt very real and authentic. Like the dad's like only like when during the beginning of the movie, he's only like cares about his family, just making sure that they're safe. Um, and then he's, he does have a heart for the dogs and they're, he's struggling. So it shows that he's not completely cold. Um, and then he's always trying to like make the place better for them. And the mom's, uh, wanting the, the best for, you know, the uh, one. Francis, no, just for the whole family. Yeah, well, no, that she cares about their future. They care about. Oh yeah, just but not not just the here and now, but the yeah they, the whole life yeah experience exactly. I like how they both sort of care about their family in different ways, and it's cool to see the two sort of the what a man brings to the marriage and what a woman brings to the marriage, and how they complement one another. That's what I was going for harmony. Going back to your Buddhist statement, Paul. Hey, don't hate on me. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to hate on you anymore. Let's go back uh, to you That's for something for you like. Different section, exactly. not till the hate section. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Something that I liked. Yes. Um. I go on. Oh, this is another technicality. But I, for some reason, I liked the fact that they didn't have subtitles for the pirates. Well, there might be a reason for that, but we'll get to that later, perhaps. But I, I figured it was a made-up language, but. Uh, uh, but, well, it, I didn't feel that way, but maybe it was. But a lot, even with made-up languages, they put subtitles on. Mm. But this mm. made me feel like, because I wasn't trying to dissect the words, expect when he was trying to speak English in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. But um, the it made you feel like, okay, if you were on the island and you heard a language you didn't understand, you oh don't have gosh. subtitles. So I enjoyed not having the subtitles there. All right. That is a good point. Darn it. Yeah, but I think I have a counter that we might get to later. Um, Same here. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, it. Sharon, was there any sort of technical elements of the movie that you really enjoyed? Oh, yes. Okay, so just I had something else lined up that bounced off of what you said earlier, but I'll, I will I can also speak to the technical Way to side. go, Francisco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I can bring that up in a minute. Um, 
as far as technical stuff, um, we really enjoyed the use of live animals. And yeah, I just found out uh, looking at some that's of the a trivia that even the, the, the anaconda was live and apparently pregnant mm-hmm, during the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I didn't, I mean, I, I, it never dawns on me too much, I guess, that, you know, of course, it's because most of what they did involving the real animals to get them to do what they did is illegal now. But geez, it makes for a much better movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ride those ostriches. Yeah, I mean, my my hat's yeah. off certainly to those animal tamers that they had like tigers yeah. and hyenas, like pretty well, lethal and, and animals great dudes all there fighting the tiger. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, which uh, I, I felt like I felt really sad for sense. both the dogs and the tiger. In that. I was like, that tiger had yeah. to be declawed because those dogs shouldn't yeah. have survived. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was cool but, to see yeah. real animals, it was, not yeah. CG ones. So, yes, yes, that's true. Um, that, and maybe it was just because I was used to watching a taped copy, a taped copy from the TV, but it was, you know, this time we watched a DVD of it on a nice, really nice TV. Um, the colors, I mean, I remembered it being very vivid, but I mean, they were just even all the more brilliant, uh, watching it on a better quality. And it's Mm -hmm. great when it's filmed mostly on location. Yeah. Yeah, where was it? Tagaba or Tobago? Tobago. I'm not sure where that is. Trinidad and Tobago. The Indies. Oh, okay. West Indies, yeah. Ah, okay, cool. Isn't that where they were trying to get to? New Guinea. New Guinea, Guinea, yeah. Which is probably the West Indies. So, Sharon, what was that thing that you had before? Oh, um, just uh, what did I heard it? That's what it was. Oh, um, we were talking about um, you were talking about the characters. Oh, how you yeah. really appreciated the parents and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how they didn't focus on making any of the characters have some sort of super flaw or anything. Making just making them like trying over, trying too hard to make them seem realistic that they go overboard, which I think happens a lot these mm, days, okay. that they were just, they were out, able to just be well-rounded, balanced characters. Um, they seemed like they were real full people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really seemed yeah. like real people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were each interesting. Um, and unique enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. Good call. They, they just didn't try too hard, I guess, is what it boils down to. Yeah, I, I agree. I Yeah, I would agree as well. I think they're so real that some of them, Annoyed me like real people, but again, uh-huh. we'll get to that later. Like when the yeah, <laughs> uh, very or the, yeah, <laughs> or even when the yeah. <laughs> Paul, what's something else you liked about Swiss Family Robinson? Let's see. I liked um, when the guy. Uh, the I liked the idea. the The father said when they were at the swimming pool area, they basically said that we have everything we need right here and it's like wouldn't it be great if everyone if people would only be satisfied with everything they need you know and it's Mm -hmm. like that's so true the reason why we are in the mess we are in this world is because we are not satisfied Mm. uh well let me ask that was another moment where he slipped in a pretty much direct biblical reference yeah on this lie um Oh, he's Don't worry Jewish. Don't about tomorrow. It'll, it'll care for itself. Oh, the slide. Yeah. 
um, he was just so smooth and like so graceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, uh, so how many th- more things do you guys have before your classic makers? One. I have about maybe three. Okay. Uh, I can then, fast. Yeah. Let's go. Sharon, you s- go through bullet, bullet time yours. And then uh, Paul, let's hit yours. All right. I might even have that many. Um, so, well, the dogs versus tiger fight. Um, Booyah. It was so <laughs> intense. Um, which is funny because I remember the uh, boa constrictor anaconda fight being a lot more epic than mm. it was this go around. Mm-hmm. But I had the yeah. exact opposite reaction. Oh, interesting. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so then the fact that, um, like my sister in law pointed out, they are a very handy family, and that was just awesome. But back um, then, most people were. True. Oh, I didn't think about but that. Were, yeah, and the teamwork. You know, they like they're they just had a good. Good family. Yeah. That's how families <laughs> Not used to be. At all. A good Swiss um, family. So yeah. I mentioned the, the the subtle Bible quote that was no big deal. It was just really cool that he slipped it in. Mm-hmm. And then um I've like I said earlier, I've never really been much for I've always been more interested in like the older characters. Um, you know, like the the Anthony Hopkins of the world. <laughs> well, yes. But um <laughs> Like the young adults, you know, like the, the older boys mm-hmm. in it, you know, going off on their adventures and everything. I've never been interested in younger kids for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, and I remember thinking the youngest boy, like in my distant memory, that he was annoying. Francis. But mm-hmm. yeah, Francis. Oh, yeah, but this watching, out, he was okay. so adorable, his character. Um, because he was he was bold, but he wasn't um if he you was whined, bald? it was very minimal. That's Did what I was bald? wondering. Did you say bald? He was bald. Yeah, bold, bold. Oh, <laughs> fearless. Okay. They were all fearless, but he was the most fearless. And um, that's true. And I also, as a little bit of my own trivia, I, I, I probably, I'm pretty sure I learned to talk to animals from him. Oh, so. Nice. <laughs> oh, you're you're a Slytherin. <laughs> all right. He never talked Didn't to the snake, that. Paul. He talked to the tiger. You don't know that. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose anyway, not. You so could have grown up to be on that. Yeah. That's everything except what I've dubbed my uh, classic maker. Nice. Well, I'm going to go ahead uh, since Paul pretty much stole my classic maker already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I just really love that the mom and the dad, and also I guess Francis, Roberta, and I mean Fritz, Roberta, and Francis ended up staying on Poor the Ernst. island, and they oh, yeah. and they. Uh, they just found contentment there, which like Paul just said, it's like, that's so hard. That seems like that's so lacking, especially in the developed world um, mm-hmm. that we just want, we just want to consume things and we're never satisfied. Um, but that they're able to find that satisfaction in this, on this Island um, with, though I don't know how they made it cooler. That still baffles me, but anyway. Well, they had the cold water running probably over it somehow or something. Okay, well, we won't we won't get into that right now. Suffice it to say, I really loved that sort of one one overarching theme is finding contentment wherever you end up. Yes. That was great. I agree. That was, was almost my classic maker. All right. Well, Paul, what was your classic maker? No, I have one thing before that. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, <laughs> I totally skipped over you. My apologies. No, sir. that's fine. I don't mind. You know what? I'll just stand back and look like a jealous guy. You know. <laughs> 
And that's actually what I was going to say. I thought the uh, the actor uh, who played Ernst Tommy mm-hmm. Kirk, I, when yeah. when um, his, his brother uh, Fritz was dancing with Roberta, I just thought the acting with him looking jealous and getting upset, I was like, dude, that's he awesome. did play that really well. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. Yes. He, was, he was probably my favorite Disney actor of that era. Oh, yeah. Can you guys help me? What else? That's my childhood. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay, so I know he was in Old Yeller. I never saw Old Yeller. Oh, What dude. other movies Let's was go. he in? Shaggy um, Dog. I, I might yeah. have seen Shaggy Dog. I think, uh, yeah, The Lily. Monkey's Uncle. Um, he was in Babes in Toyland. He had that's, a small part. I bet you that's where I know him from. Okay, thank you. Um, he was I thought also... he played the voice of Peter Pan in the animated movie but i was apparently wrong but well, we'll, oh. sure it was him huh maybe anyway uh, maybe not apparently not according to imdb well so yeah he was, was an absent-minded professor he was also in some of the mickey mouse club episodes okay not one of the main characters but uh, we're spending too long on this i appreciate you guys trying to boost my memory uh, i think it was and <laughs> uh sorry anyway what paul what was your classic maker Oh yeah, we're still talking about Swiss yeah, Family Robinson. That movie. Basically the whole island adventure exploring, finding the pools, swinging them, going over the island, seeing what they have, the animal races, the whole like, hey, let's go explore an island that has a lot in it, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. That whole idea, that concept, and I thought they did a good job of Showing that. The that Lewis I, and Clark paradigm. Sure. sure. <laughs> I awesome. like Superman too. Go <laughs> again. Oh my gosh. Nah. Sharon, unlike that joke, what was <laughs> classic about this movie? Well, it, it actually sort of relates to what Paul said. Go but for it. it. I guess it's just even on a broader scope. It was, I was really impressed by the writing. Again, that goes Hmm. with the well-rounded characters that, you know, that it didn't take too much to, for you to get the idea of what, who the characters were. But I mean, it, I thought that was really well done. And, um, brilliant. The, and the scenery, like that's what I put the two kind of going hand in hand, the scenery and the writing. Yeah. It was very cool that they filmed on location. Yeah. Nothing looks like staged. Except for well, some except of the treehouses, they're blue screens. <laughs> screens? Treehouse was gorgeous. Really? As a kid, I thought it was awesome. This time around, like, oh no, it was eh. still. It wasn't as big as I remembered because when I was a kid, everything was a whole lot mm-hmm. bigger. But yeah, I, I still, I was like, Josh, look for the, look for um, replicas of the treehouse that we could actually stay in. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this whole like Animal Planet has this whole treehouse builders show, which. Baffles yeah. me why it's on Animal Planet, but that's so, it's still pretty cool that people actually get these very uh, extravagant tree houses built nowadays. Yeah, well, there, I know there's lots of like resort locations that have, you know, you can stay in a hotel or you can stay in a tree house. Mm. Bungalow thing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. anyway, bring your bug spray. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I hate bugs. I so hate mosquitoes and flies. It's like him like nobody's business. Bring your bug spray. So yeah, mosquitoes suck. But what doesn't suck is the feedback we've gotten from uh, some postings Paul made on Facebook and Twitter. So I'm going to read through those. Thank you so much to everyone that interacts with us on the show. So here we go. First on Twitter, 
uh, Paul wrote that he is going to watch Swiss Family Robinson. And uh, longtime listener Ryan Jackson uh, at replied to Paul, as a kid, I loved this movie, so I tried to read the book. I didn't get very far. Yeah, Ooh. me either. <laughs> I was wanting to read the book, so this is of interest. Cool. Yeah. Uh, then over to Facebook. Uh, so we start off with Paul's dad, John Powers. He says, oh, I remember it well. When I saw it, when I saw it when it first came out, I thought it was an incredible story of adventure and a fantasy that would be awesome to live out. It was pure entertainment through and through. Then Becky Williams says, one of my favorites. And De- Deborah Powers, who's been on the show before and our last Starfire episode, episode 24, and our Cool Runnings episode, episode 32, uh, she says, yes, what a great movie. Warning, spoilers ahead. No worries, Deborah. <laughs> Uh, Deb, uh, Alice already gave us the spoiler alert. Anyway, she continues, love how they show their dependence on God through prayer and also love the love triangle between the two brothers and the one girl. The scenes of fun island living and how they built the incredible house from various broken ship parts are some of my favorite memories. I'll have to watch it again before the podcast. Then uh, Deb continued, just watched it again with John Powers, uh, her husband. If that's not clear, <laughs> uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Even had a laugh. Even had some laugh out loud moments. I'd rate this one a classic. Melody Lynn then came on board and said, "Just read the book. Brutal." <laughs> uh, Deb uh, continued. Uh, Download the free 1800s version on eBooks last night. Thanks for the warning, Melody. But was it a good story anyway, and well written? Uh, Becky Williams uh, caps off the conversation by saying, gotta love all the animals and the treehouse, of course. Yeah. So I guess we never found yes. out from Melody if the book it was well written. well written or not. But um, please <laughs> let us know, uh, Melody, uh, what you think about that. Yeah. You know what? I'll admit it. I love the animals too. I mean, I really <laughs> loved it as a kid, even more so. But they're, they're, the whole animal race is still fun for me. But anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so, because uh, it's kind of cheesy, well, like some of these other things that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, cheesy, and you know, Ooh. there are things that just don't really hold up in Swiss Family Robinson. And let's go ahead and get to some of those. Yeah. And since Paul, you brought up the animals, I want to say, okay, they say uh, Ernst says something about like a land bridge, but yet they have animals from Asia and Africa all and over. all over. So yeah. there's no island that some land bridge is going to. Yeah, that what is all that? the animals Pan, are into. What's that? Pangea. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's the leftovers of Pangea. <laughs> wow. Um, and plus, they there's like a baby elephant, and yeah. so they make it seem like that baby elephant's been there this whole time during a land bridge, which would have only happened no. in like the ice age. So, see, I thought that as a kid, but as watching as a doll, uh, there must have been a land bridge, which made me think of evolution, which. Did that come out at this time? Must have. Evolution anyway. was well before. Yeah. Oh, like oh, you mean in terms of the timing of when the movie was set? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Go okay, ahead and but continue. Anyway, with your but it was like the whole evolution, mm-hmm. like many years before, and the that's why the animals have reproduced and are still there today. That's I took it as that as an adult. So Darwin lived from eighteen oh nine to eighteen eighty two. So his theories probably might have been yeah. uh, out there when 
when Ernst would have been reading about they him. Certainly were out there. Well, <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh, Paul. Not for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just got that. <laughs> Well played, Paul. <laughs> Tell us something that wasn't well played about this movie, though. Oh, in your opinion. In my opinion. Um, how'd they get all those logs up and up that hill to let go on the uh the pirates in one I day? I don't know. How did the Ewoks it wasn't do it? In one day. That okay, one thing that might not have been shown very well was time lapse. Aha, uh-huh, there we go. Let's just... talk about that then. <laughs> Cause how long would it take? For those people to smooth out all those trees, well, let's say they were smooth to begin with, chop it up, and then, like, they didn't have cranes to move it up in that big pile like that. They were you know very what I mean? dexterous. They were very men. resourceful, yes, but I think the movie studio used cranes. If the pyramids could be built by people, and unless Good aliens point. can. I rest, you, no, you're right. I dropped my case. Did canoe out of That's log, true, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a lot easier than <laughs> moving up those trees. Yeah, it's like a I, whole forest up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sharon, what was something you didn't like about the movie? I, I got to say, um, one of the things I was really looking forward to on the, in the rewatch, it was the, the anaconda scene. Uh-oh. So I was really disappointed that it was not nearly as epic as I remembered. And then my brother kept chiming in as how un- totally unrealistic it was that it would have taken at least five men to have overcome that. Well, they scared it off. So They did scare it off. Yeah. And I thought they like chopped it up. So I also, I, I remembered it when it happened, but I, uh, I was a little disappointed that like, you know, it wasn't like five times bigger than it. it just, I just remember it being a lot more grueling. Yeah. I have, I have a, I didn't have memories of the anaconda, so it was kind of fresh to me. But still, it, Same here. it seemed very like a very lame fight. I kept getting frustrated that Ernst wasn't like, just like, okay, take your time, aim, and hack at a part See, of the anaconda. Stop I like, oh, the, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, my gosh. No, oh, my no, gosh. What's I had on? the exact opposite. This was the one scene I was on the edge of my seat the most really? in the entire film. Wow. Yeah. Why do you I think don't that know, is, Creeping Paul? up. I don't. I remember the anaconda scene as a kid, uh-huh. but I didn't. I knew there was a snake in the water, and mm-hmm. I I didn't know if somebody got bit or if they struggled with. I was remembering somebody got bit. I was like, oh no, is oh. this the scene? Oh no! Whenever they're walking through the water, oh no, is it coming? Oh no! <laughs> so it was kind of building and building. Sure, is it sure. coming? And then it's like wrapped around them. I I was there. I was sucked in. Okay. I thought well, they did a good job. You are allowed, Paul, um, to be sucked in. I don't know. The part that was the most edge of the seat for me was watching Birdie's, you know, expressions Birdie. during the, the girl, Roberta. Oh, okay. Um, She was still, I think, no, she was a girl at that point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. she was. She, she was revealed. Um, <laughs> I think she was a girl the whole time. She was a girl I know the what whole you time. mean. Yeah. She was very obviously a girl. The yeah, whole right. Time. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was my next I point. I didn't mind that because okay, but we'll we'll yeah, get to that. She, I really loved her expressions during that whole snake fight. Um, I, I liked her expressions during the, most of the movie. Yeah, I, I did not too. like how face. she didn't go and help. What what's the deal with that? Come on, she's um, dainty and scared. Oh, that's that's another thing that we can get to if we want. Oh, to oh dear. Let her be nineteenth <laughs> century London girl. Yes. What are you going to expect? She did yes. learn how to shoot. Apparently, she was tough, but yeah, she exactly. Was also really scared about her grandpa. She just. 
See, place. I, I, see, I'd be very curious. Now, I don't know if this was actually how women would have been back then or if this was 1960s uh, sort of thought of, of yeah, version of how they thought women were. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe women in the 1800s were like that. But I got to think that if you're like sailing around, Maybe you're made of a little different. tougher stuff than yeah. just average you know, no. Well, I will say she was already pretty shaken up with like getting Upper separated class. from her grandfather and not knowing what's happening to him. And then mm. she was scared by a little only, lizard. Yeah. What do you think of her? Well, Which, she was just really shaken up at the time. And so look, yes. things that wouldn't normally set her off like that did so yes i'm i'm all for that okay this uh, is an upper class woman who's oh when my grandfather gets here with his big boat you know one of those women but you know more (laughs) polite about it all right all right i'll I'll give that to you i just feel like it i mean i guess they sort of the mom was kind of like that but i felt she was a little had a little tougher persona so i like that she's older okay well Well, she had birthed three boys yeah good point yeah (laughs) And, and she wanted to help found a new colony, so she kind of, yeah, she was yeah, made well, of Yeah, well, Roberta does not. I don't know. I nope. guess I I just would have liked to have to seen be her be her a little tougher, I suppose. I don't know why. Maybe sure. I shouldn't make women out. I, I feel like, like, I, I look, so this is going off on a much, very much of a tangent, but, like, I look at my daughter, and she is so fearless. It's amazing, and just... She like jump on things and climb things. It's yeah, but it's she's just not in- spoiled yet. Okay, so you think so? This is how what the world turns people into if they're spoiled, yeah. Paul. Yeah, used to wear lack of contentment. Corset. Yes, I mean you know. What was that, Sharon? I'm sorry. So I mean, she's used to wearing a corset probably oh, in this, that day and age. You know, I mean, which is very constricting. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, let's let's yeah. move on. I'm sorry for. I mean, I'll bring up Roberta here again in a little bit, but no, now. <laughs> All right, you want me to get to it right now? Yeah, yeah, because I'll I'll say mine. It's just ridiculous. Oh, you know, whenever a movie like they put a wig on somebody, and then oh, I didn't know. Except if like a Superman story, that's in the lore. You're allowed to put glasses <laughs> on and not recognize. Yeah, but when all it is is you take her cap off and it reveals her short hair that's still yeah. kind of a boy cut. It looks exactly the same. How do you not notice? Anyway. Right. Yeah. Especially when, like, um, based on Fritz and Ernst's sort of conversation before they even meet Roberta, where they're, like, they so remember looking at, they, they want to see girls just at church just to know that they're looking at them or something like that. And yeah. I thought that was really sweet and innocent, um, which was nice. But uh, – at the same time, so it's not like they're cloistered and have never seen girls before. So it's it's a little ridiculous that they don't recognize yeah. her for that. But that might have been like the costume. Oh, people. like if you're not if people dress so like gender wise that if you're dressed the opposite gender, no, then you sort I, of assume that no, I, they I, can't be. I don't know. I don't know. I if, if I was the director, I would have said, "Can't we make her a little more boyish somehow?" Yeah. I don't know there, how. There, there really had to be a lot of suspension of belief. Yeah, of correct. Belief. Yeah. Maybe like covered in mud or something. I don't know. Never what? mind. Can mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> uh, actually, you, you know didn't what? like Roberta. Is that what is this is Francisco? You just did not like Roberta. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I feel like Roberta. Like she was just, I felt like she got her kicks out of causing strife between Ernst and 
Fritz. Oh, that was amazing. That was an amazing revelation to me oh. this time yeah. watching because I thought what kind of growing up as a kid, what kind of snobbish girl would go like play between the the two uh-huh. and then uh, and then choose one, you know, she's like kind of playing both. Yeah. And, Which, and, oh, but she made the me. line, look, I, I've, all I've been doing is trying to be nice to your family by trying to play them back or pay them back. Mm-hmm. And I think all her niceness to Ernst, Ernst was in an effort to pay him back by saying thank you, not necessarily leading him on. I, I did, it did not come off as that. It just come, came off as leading on because it was a if, unanimous vote in our house that uh, she was quite the player. Yeah, if she, oh. I would, I could be swayed to your argument, Paul. If she didn't do the whole coy, oh, teach me how to fire a gun thing Ugh. when she no, knew that, how to. No, that was specifically she was interested in Fritz. I know, but the idea but that she, she can play that card sort of tones her whole character that she was doing that to Ernst as well. I don't think for so. Me. Okay. Because I think she was being just as nice to the little boy, Francis. I don't really remember their interaction much, but okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she's like, hey, Roberta, come check this out. And she'd put on a smile and go, okay. All right. I I just, I I felt like she... I'm trying okay. to get Roberta so a here's, chance here, here's, folks. Here's my, my cap off to... Roberta, uh, this you know sort of what? her she's causing a strife, of contention yes. even in the movie and this podcast. So she's doing a good job. So yes, <laughs> exactly. Fall. Okay, when they're, uh, I think after they've just freed the the zebra uh, from the pit from with the hyenas, when Ernst, Fritz, oh, and Roberta yeah. are so okay. Then Roberta's like, she doesn't want to go on. She's like, I'm not going to go on. And she's like, Ernst and I are going to go to the down the river into the ocean. And yeah. then that causes Ernst and Fritz to have the fight over the gun. And then uh, F- Fritz gets the gun, and he leads on. And then yes. Ernst is like, so where are you going to do it? And she's like, well, I guess I just have to follow. I'm like, what the f- what are you doing right now? Yeah. Because she follows the power. Spineless. That's where she, I think she begins to like him. I, I don't. Because I think she's she was attracted to power. Well, no, I think she was trying to get. She is like, well, Ernst is going to go do this, so don't you want to be near me? So that, so let's go here. Uh, I just it bothered me so much her uh, manipulation. Well, and she only wanted to go back to London when she was talking to Ernst. Like it was all these yeah dreams of London, and then uh, and then when she like she's just I guess she just can't make up her mind. I mean, because when she talks to Fred, so maybe. I really want London, but I really want Fritz. I'm like, I, I don't think it's her not making it up on Ryan. It's her having options. She's wanting to keep her options open in case, well, in case she can't that. get Fritz. Her, then her, she's changing her mind. Oh, fine, yeah. We spent way too long on Roberta, but I appreciate uh, you guys letting me vent. The older brothers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's move on to something else we didn't like about the movie. Paul, why don't you hit us with something else? Um, there was some. All right, this movie, yes, has ADR and dubbing over it, but it's some some of the times it's a little... Back then, you know, the technology for what it was is fine, but sometimes it took me out of the movie. Mm. I don't remember any specific ones. Do you recall any? It's more towards the beginning when it's more jarring. Um, like when, when the boat's going back and forth and you don't see anyone on the boat moving? No, that was funny. <laughs> Oh, there was like when the kid was um, 
He's like the the Francis is like a little farther back in the scene, like where you could barely hear him, but he sounds just as loud as the people in the very front of the, oh. the foreground of the scene. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But anyway, speaking of Francis, real quick. Oh, oh my I gosh, this was he coming. annoy me? I knew this oh, was coming. While watching it, I kept thinking Francisco is going to be annoyed Jeez, by this kid, kid who won't do what he's told. Listen, kid, do. Oh my gosh! And his whole like, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> and then what he do? He traps you just so you, a tiger can come and eat you. What the heck is that? Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he oh didn't my. hurt him. The tiger would. Uh, oh yeah, just don't imagine you killed me. Just left them in a position to die easy. Yeah, but so, that's how boys hashtag, that age. That's how hashtag, I was. Hashtag the show. Like if you that. know where that's from, that'll be. You know what? What's from? My little line there, if you know where that's from. I don't think oh, I, I have to rewind and quoted it, but if, maybe I was talking Aww. over. But I have to rewind and listen now. Yeah. At Same. Retro Rewind Cast, hashtag what that was from. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I did not like Francis. I'm not going to go off like I did with Roberta, but I didn't like him. So who did you hate more, Roberta or Francis? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, no, don't Shit, answer. Roberta. Moving on, moving on. Okay, moving on. Maybe it was because my new my brand new niece was in the room with me uh-huh. being adorable that that he completely won me over i don't know oh uh, okay <laughs> that's and that's i can see how his impetulance can be can win but someone I over but not hate me. disobedient children in movies oh, well then tell me brave i, I guess you're a paradox the children in that movie but we won't talk oh, about in that. the movie Huey brave Dewey. yeah oh, Huey, oh, well. Dewey and louie that were played by three bears <laughs> instead of three ducks <laughs> Anyway, so you don't want to get me started on this. Oh, okay. Well, Sharon, what was some, what was something else you didn't like about Swiss Family Robinson? I did not like. Well, I mean, one of the things I was I had written down was that I didn't like that the pirate. It was kind of obvious that they were not speaking. They were basically oh, yeah. speaking gibberish. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I really that. appreciate what Paul pointed out about that. That it really kind of. I think. <laughs> I think maybe if they'd have done a, a real language or maybe, you know, like a created language based off of a real language, mm-hmm. that would be a little bit more believable, but still don't put subtitles. Yeah. But still no subtitles. Uh-huh. Then it would achieve, achieve the same thing like Paul was saying earlier that you totally are, you know, they're totally foreign to you and there's no way to understand what they're saying. And yet it's still more believable. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I didn't, it, it kind of took away from the reality that it's it, like, it seemed like he was playing a game almost like, play acting oh yeah i i could see how that would be an issue it, it wasn't so much for me and paul it, it wasn't really for you it, based it, on yeah, again i was for looking me. for stuff that i didn't like so mm-hmm. i was kind of more i, I would, probably wouldn't typically mind it too much but i was really uh I well know, honed in on it i guess so that that i'd say that's kind of a technical aspect to the movie and i had several similar things that i didn't like and i'll just go through them real quick Oh, the graininess. Why'd they use that camera? Oh, Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so in the beginning, or toward the beginning, they, like, Ernst lassos a turtle, and then yeah. that pulls him. I don't think a turtle could provide the necessary propulsion to get There's that sure. whole raft and the all the animals forward. I just well, don't the think that's The animals were doable. helping along. They were doing their doggy paddle type deal. Yeah. Animal paddle. It didn't seem realistic to me, but... Uh, then next, I thought oh, that reminds me. Have oh. you seen Milo and Otis? No, I have not. I didn't think so. But why? <laughs> um, it's a similar moment, sort uh, of. I, oh, not really. Well, then it why is. would I want to see it? No, it is so good. 
Well, it's okay. much. It's a billion times more believable. Oh, okay. Much, well, that's good. It's a very light load. Um, and I also thought that uh, it was interesting that they didn't have, uh, or that they still had stereotypes of the nerd and the jock in the 1800s. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? I thought that was funny. Yes. Oh, okay. I did not. But it worked. It, was... it totally worked. Okay. I mean, it didn't work for Francisco. <laughs> it didn't work for Francisco. Pardon me. I did like how they got along for the most part. Um, yeah. yes, before Yoko broke up the band. Yes. Uh, uh, so um, true. Every time. <laughs> uh, let's go back to. Uh, so, Sharon, you didn't have many more, or did you have a few more before your I, tragic um, maker? Well, it, okay. I have not read the novel, but. <gasps> Nor I. But I guess I was just disappointed when I found out that the movie was only loosely inspired by the novel. <gasps> it but is. It's the same yeah. name. According to the, the trivia line on IMDb, they, the studio junked about 90% of the book. So um, I still would like to read it and give it a try, but I'm yeah. a little less interested now. Yeah. Reminds me yeah. when I was a big uh, Treasure Island fan, and and I went to read Treasure Island, and I got so confused and bored that oh, I stopped. Really? <laughs> it is very dense, I think, but oh, oh, I, I still you. like the book. <laughs> Paul, Paul uh, why I only have it? my tragic maker. All right, then I I just have one more thing that I want to mention before mine. I thought so. If this wasn't a Disney film. I think that the crossbows that were shooting the pirates after they fell on the bridge would have killed a lot more of them. Well, oh, sure. they didn't have enough pullback on them. Uh, and the tiger probably would not have roared the first two guys out of his pit. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, a roar. I'm going to jump funny. so high now. That was pit. funny. Maybe that because so it reminds busy. me of a... It was- yeah, reminds you of what Looney Tunes? It, no, yeah. it reminds me of a joke that my uh, great grandmother told me when I was five. That's oh. why I thought it was. Funny. What's the joke? Wow. I can't for the life remember. Wow, um, but fail. It, but it involves a guy who's walking in the graveyard at night and he falls into an open um, grave. Grave, and he tries to get out and and jumping for hours trying to get out, but you know it's still dark. He's like, ah. Oh. And he finally gives up, sits down. I was like, I wonder how long I'll be here. And he hears, me too. <laughs> Jumps right out. <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny that he that scared him enough and jumped right out and ran away. Anyway. <laughs> that is a pretty good retelling. That's I was good, expecting yeah. that to crash and burn, but you did a good job, Paul. <laughs> I'm, I will say the me too part still kind of spooked me. Oh, Yeah. But I didn't think so as a kid. I focused yeah. on him jumping out of it. <laughs> In a very Disney. Yeah. Movie. All right. Because probably I was watching movies like this. Yeah. So what was okay. the things that spooked us the most about Swiss Family <laughs> Robinson? Let's start with me. Uh, <laughs> so this goes, this goes back a little bit to our Rivera conversation. Oh, no. I I just she destroyed the movie. I hated the whole love triangle element. I know yeah. Deb loved it. I no, thought it was interesting. I I I don't like love triangles that are where the either if it's like a girl and two boys, like it is in this case, or if it's uh, a boy, a and, boy two girls. and two girls. If the, the that's usually how triangles work. Well, but okay. 
You're cut. You're just getting me so angry tonight, Paul. I, I apologize. All these mosquitoes keep biting me. <laughs> Where the the one, I get it. If the the one who has to choose, just they can't choose, or or if they like the one person and then the other person is just like sort of a just keeps trying to come after them and they're making it very clear that they don't they don't like that person but they're still mm-hmm. like obsessed with them or infatuated with them that type of long triangle is fine i don't like this one that's where that's not a triangle sure is. that's like there's three that's people. no that's biff tan and going after lorraine okay all right well whatever yeah. fine paul totally that's whatever i didn't like triangle. i didn't like this love triangle i all right really bothered all me right. that roberta was playing so you don't like that song i have two lovers and i love them both the same something like that i have not i don't reckon i recognize that tune but not that song or not those lyrics anyway that was my tragic maker let's go I to say there was something that kind of it rubbed me like it seemed kind of Re- realistic of a love triangle so i kind of appreciated that but it yeah. was it was annoying i couldn't really put my finger exactly on what it was and then she seemed like she really was you know what was annoying them both is on. that fritz was being annoying and she fell for it that's annoying yes yes huh okay i don't i didn't really f- apparently she prefers the neanderthal oh yeah anyway. no, come on fritz was not that bad i is okay is this i'm curious is this one of terrible. your one of your, he's an uh, over-domineering. I didn't feel like he was. I felt like he was just trying to lead, and his and Ernst wouldn't just listen. Maybe you're well, over-domineering. I, okay. <laughs> but I would think I'm more Ernst-like than than Fritz-like, but I still feel yeah. like, you know, he's your older brother. You should listen to him. Why? But, but you're in the hot sun. You're tired. Too. You know, what? he's. They're both. They're both of like. They're both old enough to for um, like Ernst does not want to just be in Fritz's shadow, you know, right? Just, oh. And they're only okay. like a year he apart. Really wants to prove himself. That's a good point. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Anyway, let's move and it's on hot to and tired. Yes, hot like and this tired. conversation <laughs> exactly. about these two brothers who won't. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Hey. Have you said your tragic maker yet? No, not yet. I'm saving mine. Save the best for last. All right, Sharon. Oh, that's totally fine. I'm going to hit us with yours. It's not the best. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, one of what I dubbed my tragic maker. <laughs> By default. Weak, weak though it may be, is um, at the maybe the the end of the love triangle when, you know, at the very end when Roberta lets Fritz know that his parents have decided to stay and that they're all going to be able to stay on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said something like, what more could two people in love want or something like that? And he said something to the effect of just to be alone, I guess. I'm like, this destroys the whole thing. Though it's a very natural feeling for two people just fallen in love. It just like this whole movie has been about great family teamwork. Oh, and all that. I didn't pick and then up you on go that. into your selfish love. You know, again, again, it's very normal and not bad that they had these feelings because they are in love. But it did kind of, go you know, pinch a little teamwork. when I was yeah. like, oh, the teamwork and the family and the community. 
Well, go yeah. on off to start your own colony is not very teamwork oriented when you sure leave the big you colony to start your own little one. Well, yeah, you need a lot of teamwork to start a for colony. that little one. But if you want a lot of teamwork, you don't leave and you stay with the bigger team and do teamwork. Well, I don't know, Paul. I said, yeah, I'd say it takes a lot of teamwork to kick out indigenous people. <laughs> he went there, folks. He actually went there. Well done. Yes. Touche. <laughs> There's nothing and funny about true. that. It, it does take a lot of teamwork. <laughs> Paul. This is just sad. <laughs> this this podcast is just is now just well, sad. Apparently, this is the worst. So bring us down with your tragic uh, maker. The Paul. last tragic maker. I don't know what to call this. Maybe it's the a pacing? movie. No, no, no. This what makes it tragic. What would make it tragic? Oh, for okay. Me. Mm-hmm. My tragic maker. Maybe it's the pacing. Maybe it's the lack of drama compared to today's movies Mm -hmm. i don't know but it seems a little long and a little on the boring side you know what i gotta admit that i got a little heavy eyed toward the end and toward the middle i'm like hmm uh, an hour left okay yeah so i don't know that's fine Mm -hmm. and i if if i let me say I tend to, I'm maybe in something of a minority because the longer the movie for me, usually, as long as it's a good movie, the longer it is, the more into it I am. Oh, have so you I'm ever? Like, I'm, in it, I'm in it for the long haul. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, Paul, yeah, I'd say that's probably an issue with the pacing because if it is paced really well, you'd be engaged the whole way through and you wouldn't be like, oh, oh, mm, I'm, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Sharon disagrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's time for the moment of truth where after we've entered <laughs> we've entered all our firing trajectories into the targeting computer. Now Alice, spit out a firing solution for us. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. All right, guys. Do we rate yes. Swiss Family Robinson a classic? You would recommend it to anyone? Uh, nostalgic you would only recommend it to people like ourselves who have seen it as a kid or seen it before or tragic you would not recommend it to anyone let's start with Sharon I rated a classic ah okay Woo-hoo. yeah Can you explain a little why because it's awesome. I think because <laughs> as much as um, okay I will say maybe a younger like especially for the younger crowd mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. because when we're younger everything on the screen is so much bigger yeah. than when we're older I'd like agree I, with that. you know we said earlier um but watching it a lot of times when we watch movies on dvd or on blu-ray that have been remastered and everything higher quality than when they first came out you mm-hmm. can see all of the uh all, you can see behind all the special effects, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, you know, like, I wish we were watching a lower quality so it wouldn't be, so we can have more of that veil between us and the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And enjoy the, the story better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have that problem in this movie. Um, so you don't I have did. to worry. Well, you did. Okay. Well, to me, I, I didn't. I mean, I think it helps a lot with all the real animals, which you can't yeah, have anymore. Totally. Um and the and being on location and just all the colors so vibrant mm-hmm. that you didn't need too much 
help with that, I guess. Um, so there's that, and there's the whole well-roundedness of not only each character, but the um, in the family, but the family itself. Um, they, it wasn't like it was a. I didn't get too much feeling of they were trying to impose all these morals on us, mm. but at the same time they were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it just kind of radiated gracefully, mm-hmm. with, mm. you know, without getting in anybody's face. So overall, it holds up really well, given everything you just said for the audiences of today. So you rate it a classic. Very good. Paul, what say you? I'm going to have to vote this movie nostalgic. And the reason why is that I have a hard time recommending this to a peer of mine who has never seen it. Mm. Because... I think compared to it goes back to the pacing, my tragic maker, what I said, mm-hmm. it just doesn't. It was like, like why'd you recommend that boring movie? You know? <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, um, but it, it is everything that Sharon said, you know? So, I mean, if you've seen it, great. It's, it's very well done, I think, especially for its time. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately I'm going to have to rate it nostalgic. Alrighty. Yeah, I guess I might not recommend it to everybody. Well, well sure, but, yeah. I mean, hey, no going back now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you know, I wouldn't recommend uh, some other classics to everybody. But like my sister-in-law had never seen it before. She seemed to enjoy it, oh, even cool. though she was interrupted by a baby a lot. But mm. it's all good. Anyway. All right. Well, now I'm in a very awkward situation. Dude, be true to yourself. <laughs> Rate it the tragic you thought it was. Because no. that annoying little boy and that annoying girl I, and that annoying triangle. I thought, go for it. I mean, I, I really had a, I had hopes for this movie. I thought it was going to be a classic because the, I, I, I was thinking, okay, 1960s, they couldn't have done a whole lot of CG. A lot of it would have to be practical. And I remember this cool treehouse. And I'm sure there's, there's a lot to it. And there was a lot that I had forgotten that was interesting to revisit. But, yeah, I'm going to have to rate a tragic with a caveat, which is rare for me. So here's my caveat. And it kind of goes, it's counter to what Paul just said. I would think that if you haven't seen this before, it's, it's for kids of today especially, it's novel enough because of its realism that you might want to see it. Hmm. Therefore, not tragic. No, I, I. That's very. I mean, that's I think the caveat. Yeah, that's just the that's caveat. The loophole. The I think. <laughs> I think it's. Be, but if you have seen it before, I don't think it's worth going back to. So that's oh, ultimately. I do. Okay, I know that's why you rated it nostalgic. <laughs> this is yeah. my rating, Paul. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought everyone had to agree with me. Oh no. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I appreciate what you guys said, but I'm gonna have to rate it tragic. And yeah, I was falling asleep toward the end, and oh. it wasn't as as interesting as I had hoped as for. Epic, yeah. as you would hope yeah. it would be. Maybe if uh, Peter Jackson directed. <laughs> Apparently, there's a 2012 <laughs> version of this. Which have either of you seen? Oh, did come out. I read that in the trivia that they were going to make one to come out in 2012, but. Well, when I, didn't I was, know what happened. when I was looking for trailers, I saw trailers for that, and like you know, on YouTube you can see full movies, quote unquote, um, <laughs> of Swiss of whatever you're looking for. So, 
apparently it did, but I it sounds like neither of you have seen it. No, I think it was a TV movie, but I could be wrong. Could be, yeah. It would not surprise me. With with our three divergent ratings, we're going to have to uh, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Swiss Family Robinson circa 1960 a just a disputed draw or a draw, I should say. Um, if you are more in line with Sharon, if you find her sensibilities like you're in more line sensible. with them, more sensible, <laughs> then definitely go see this movie, whether you've seen it or not. If you're more like Paul, then if see this if you've seen it before. And if you feel like you're in more in keeping with you know me and the truth, no, just <laughs> oh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're more in lines with sort of if you like the movies I tend to like then I'd say leave this one in your past. All right, Alice, on that sort of dire note, why don't you engage NewTube for us? It's so sad. YouTube systems engaged. Paul, why don't you kick us off? What is new on your tube? Kapaya. <laughs> a kung fu movie? Uh, not quite. I can't believe I'm actually. I never thought I would. This would be my new tube segment. Oh, really? I never oh, thought this day would I'm, come. I'm. I'm very. Uh, I'm very on the edge of my seat. Intrigued. I guess. I don't know. Intrigued. Yes. Thank you. I never would have thought that I would be talking about this, but um, my new tube tube segment is on the Expendables. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. Yes. Now all like all three or okay. Three yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, basic. I uh, when I saw the previews, you know, the Expendables. Yeah, it's the old has been actors that get together for you know, and it's supposed over the top, cheesy explosions. You know, macho. Yes, that's all there, especially in the first one. Mm-hmm. But I had some coworkers. They're like, dude, we're gonna make it a guys' night. We're gonna go see Expendables three. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> and so then I watched the first one, you know, before because so you want to prep, you don't want. Yeah. Just go so I cold. watched the first two ahead of time to prepare for this one, uh-huh. and I was really surprised that, oh, really? despite yes being the macho cheesy explosions, especially in the first one, it would knowing that going into there having that. It's still fun, and I th- I like the story. It's still entertaining. I'm happy to hear that because I was interested in it. In, in those movies, hoping that would be the case. Yeah. I, so that gives me courage to, to actually watch them. I'm in the Here's, same boat. I love a lot of those stars of old. Yes. And, and they make references in the movies. You oh, know, that's to, fun. Yes. So that's the best part. Unfortunately, the second one isn't as good as the first. Okay. Um, oh, because they... Well, the first one has like, uh, hey, let's, um, you know, go save the girl kind of a, asp- a story to it, which is I'm not, you know, against the women being strong, but it goes back to that age old story, you know, yeah. where the second one doesn't have that in it. The story is not as interesting. And the third one is even worse than the second one Aww. because they strayed way from the formula they over half the movie is a bunch of newer people that most people have never even seen before. Oh, I mean, some are weird. like like yeah, UFC fighting champions or stuff. Like some people yeah. know them, but it's not like old you know actors that you know from movies that you loved before. Yeah. So it's just strain keeps straying away from the formula that made the original one 
So good. So, um, so that's my new tube segment. I'd recommend the first Incredibles. Cool. Not Incredibles. <laughs> I was going to say Expendables. <laughs> wow, that's. But I also I recommend the first Incredibles. I yeah. Wow. Well, right, I've been talking f- about Pixar's Incredible this whole time. Just <laughs> <laughs> slip of the tongue. Okay. Very good, Paul. So, Sharon, let's move on to you. What is new on your tube? My one-year anniversary is coming up. Woohoo! Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations, indeed. But I'm actually going to... I I have something more interesting to the general public than that. Um, Ooh, are you going to eat the cake left over from a year ago? I totally forgot about that. Uh, I guess we will. Oh, um, right. Do you still have it? My parents have it in there. Oh, wow. Yes. It's the one with the raspberry filling. Paul. Nice. Had that one. Um, so... Um, I believe she pronounces, uh, she's a musician okay. that oh. I actually back in MySpace days, she had added me, I think, because she saw my interest in harp and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of, I forgot to keep in touch with her music. I forgot. I just kind of, when MySpace left, when I left MySpace, I kind of left mm-hmm. her and oh. the other musicians I followed. Um, well, recently... A friend of a friend posted that he's friends with this musician. Oh wow! And um, that he should check that we should all check her out because it was a harp related video we were all talking about. Anyway, her name is Dolly. I think Parton. she pronounces it Tambre. Tambre. I thought okay. it was Tambre, but okay. it's it's the word that I think it means sound, if I'm not mistaken. But T I M B R E. Um, but if you if you Google that with isn't it timber, timber? You, no, like it, tambourine. It's, it's it's more like timbre. Tambre. Oh well, I'm just thinking the you tambre. said sound like the timber of someone's voice. So well, that's oh. not how people pronounce it. They they typically say timber. Or when you shout when a tree is falling. <laughs> that's okay. when you say timber. Um, so but, tambre. Okay. So if you if you Google her and harp, um, her SoundCloud. I had it pulled up. Right, apparently. Oh, no, Bandcamp. Just tambra.bandcamp.com. She is a true harp star. She has a gorgeous voice, very um, ethereal. And um, so I just got reacquainted with her music. She's on Spotify. Most of her stuff, most of her recordings are on Spotify, I believe. So check her out. She's awesome. She's she's done um, a lot of collaborations um the main one is with the band me without you i don't know if you guys have heard of them but not. maybe some maybe some of the audience has i won't go into it sounds like are. a solo act me without <laughs> you they are very interesting how I've, could they um, be they it's me without you it's a band the no. but anyway check out tambra tambra are you the judge of band names paul no, I'm the judge of what is accurate and literally true. Not the new really, definition yeah. of literal, the old school definition of literal. Like uh, Weird Al said. <laughs> yes, but I won't bang, bash your head in with a crowbar. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So, Francisco. So, so Paul. Wh- what's been new on your crowbar? <laughs> Well, I have a cast iron crowbar, you know, the, the, as you do, and uh, it, on, engraved on it. No, um, <laughs> I have three words to say that will get across what my new tube oh, is. Oh, I love you too. 
I am Groot. Oh, cool. Yeah. You saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I did. I've, I've heard that reference. What was All that? All your life. Uh, <laughs> what was that, Sharon? I'm sorry. There was only one real character in that movie, and it was the Collector. Okay. I'm just kidding. Everybody Everyone was else awesome. wasn't a character. <laughs> no, no. No, they were. They were, and they were awesome characters. I'm just, I'm just enamored with the Collector. Okay. Uh, As I'm, I'm not at all, but that's all right. I really enjoyed <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I my only thing is, I, I felt like it may have gone on a little long. Sure. Um, I, I I was trying to think back of like what they may have taken out, and I can't really think of anything great. Oh, there are some parts I could tell you without spoiling. I thought there were scenes that were if there were parts that were just too silly. I felt. Oh well, I I loved the silliness, so maybe the, I most those people do. I know I'm alone. <laughs> I know. You didn't love the silliness, Paul. No, it didn't make sense. Ugh. Now, Paul, tell me tell me this. You weren't like poo pooing that. He really liked 80s music and I no 70s, but no. Okay. I, I thought that was a great way to integrate sort of those yeah. tunes into it was a movie great. like this. That I enjoyed. Okay, okay, good. Then we can we we can disagree about everything else. As long as yeah. you like that, uh, we're we can be friends still. Yeah. Oh good. <laughs> uh so that yeah, was a close one. <laughs> I definitely liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd recommend seeing it. Um yes. my I think my favorite character was the well. I like the duo the of Rocket and, and Groot. I really like them. Sure. Um, I love Drax. Drax. Who's Drax. He? Oh, he's yeah, he's good. Who is Mr. Literal, literal like and, you, Paul. And, and, but his, his, his very but he wasn't literal enough. That frustrated me when he said he was literal. I was like, dude, you're not literal. Oh, gosh. Oh, but that. it was still fun. Come to the yeah. Paul Power School of Literalism. Yeah. <laughs> I'll school you. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so that's what's new on our tube. Check those links out at uh, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 45. And let's move on to uh, feedback from you. Alice, launch the communication satellites, please. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. First up, we have a uh, tweet from Brian Keating, who, uh, back a few episodes, you may recognize that name. He wrote this awesome review of our podcast on his blog. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's something awesome oh. like The Emperor's Retro Gaming Collective Archive or something like that. It's really cool. But we'll, what? we'll include a link to it in the show, okay. so don't worry. It's the least you can do after that. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Anyway, he uh, tweeted us, and this probably should have been, the apologies continue, this probably should have been in our last episode that we did, but uh, nevertheless, we will include it here. He says, listening to The Rocketeer, which is way back, episode two. Um, He he said, glad "Glad all your episodes are now on iTunes. And yeah, that's the recent thing that I did. I, I made it so that the feed now includes up to 52 episodes. So you'll have oh. a year's worth of episodes in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. We're getting close to 52, though. We, so we are. get the early ones quick. Yeah. You can always go to our website, though, and find all the shows. Oh, good. Yes. Where's that? <laughs> RetroRewindPodcast.com. Thanks for asking. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I responded, uh, thanks so much for listening to the older, lower quality episodes. And uh, Brian said, still great shows, though. So that is really kind of you to say, Brian. Thank you so much for being a fan of the show. Nice. Then back over on Facebook, we had um, uh, Eric Michael just today wrote on our wall, uh, finally got around to rewatching The Last Starfighter. Definitely yeah. a classic. So I think he's in line with uh, Paul and Deb from that episode. It's th- amazing. You rep- you remember the episode numbers and what we <laughs> rated them? I, I, I feel like I rated it nostalgic. So I do my best. I probably could not do that with every episode, but that was one of the more... Well, they're nostalgic all nostalgic ones. I don't, I don't know for whatever reason I remember. <laughs> no, that back then it was just this classic or second class. Oh, you're right. So I probably would have mm-hmm. rated second class. Oh, <gasps> no. <laughs> anyway, uh, Eric says so many great memories. Tomorrow, the last dragon, which I had never heard of. I had looked up the trailer. It's the 1985 uh, kung fu type movie. So it looked somewhat interesting, but I had never seen it oh, before. Oh yeah. Apparently, Paul has seen it before. Yeah, but I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> Glad you're commenting on it, Paul. Sorry, it took me back. That's fine. Uh, and that's all the feedback we had. Thank you so much to everyone who writes into the show. It's whether you do it on our website or Facebook or Twitter. It's so great to interact with you and hear from you. Um, now, before uh, we finish off the show, let's... Uh, tell you how you can get in touch with us personally. Uh, if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at F-X-R-U-I-Z-X. Uh, tweet me there. Paul, how can people find you? PaulJPowers.com. One-stop shop to find me. Awesome. And Sharon, how can people find you if they'd like to? Um, I, I have an about.me profile. Nice. So they can go to about.me slash Glorna Cara. That's not your name. No. It is her. It's my username. G-L-O-R-N-A-C-A-R-A. It might be more her than Sharon is. Oh. I don't know. How inception worthy, I guess. Uh, very good. And I'll give you the honors. Me and Paul sort of uh, skirted this, but what would you, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Um, I would like to promote the well house. Oh, okay. I think I've mentioned it before, yeah. but Hey, since I can promote something, might as well promote the well house. Um, it is a local organization here in Birmingham, Alabama that works to rescue and shelter, um, mainly women, but I think also men, if they find them, um, Mm -hmm. from sex trafficking. That is very rampant, Mm -hmm. um, not only in our area, but all over. Um, And so they can, you can find out more info about them at the-wellhouse.org. So that's Mm -hmm. the word the with Mm -hmm. a hyphen and wellhouse.org. Thank you so much. And I also want to call out, do you want to promote your uh, Etsy site? It's pretty writing. Um, I, it's not quite to the calligraphy level yet, but because uh, I haven't been working on that in a while. But, uh, but, yeah, but if, if you, I want like if wedding you invitations, want, you want I your could. invitations addressed um, with fancy writing and you don't want to do it yourself, I'm happy to do that for you. And my 
Etsy shop where you can see a couple of small examples is etsy.com slash shop slash Sharon's Scriptorium. Awesome. And we'll include all those links to um, Paul's site, to the Wellhouse, and to uh, Sharon's Etsy site on our website. Thanks, Francisco. Yeah. No, thank you so much for being on the show again, Sharon. It's always fun having you. Um, Very glad to be here. Awesome. And thank you, Paul, for being an awesome co-host, as always. Yes. I can interrupt next time, too. (laughs) Fabulous. Will you interrupt me by saying... Yes. Why do you want me to say... (laughs) Where we're going, back in time, to next time on the Retro Rewind Podcast. Gonna go back in time. No, 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 no. Next time, we will be rewinding back to the year 19... 53. Whoa, even, even further back? Further. <laughs> That's because we're continuing our pirate month with Disney's Peter Pan. And until then, we would love if you would share the show with your friends. And if you want to support us even more, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com. You can find support, social, contacts. You can even vote for which episodes we will be doing in the near future. That's right. If you go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash cast your vote that'll take you to the page where you can click uh, thumbs up and thumbs down on the movies you'd like us to do starting i've been saying episode 51 that's actually incorrect because we want to do a two-year episode which we're uh i'm not gonna reveal what it's gonna be right now but uh it's gonna be a good one where we're gonna try to get a, a a big panel like we did for our uh one year one year, which was uh, Mind Python and the Holy Grail, which you can Definitely find at. A classic. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> um, which you can find at retrorewindpodcast.com slash 26. So we want to do that again. And so after that, that's when your votes will come into place. So the top 10 movies that are ranked uh, thumbs up or that are have the most thumbs up will be the movies we do. Uh, next in line, starting episode 53 to 62, I guess. Uh, so if you want to know what those are right so far, if we were to lock in those votes today, this is what movies we would be doing. The Wizard, Major Pain, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, uh-huh. The Dark Crystal, The Rescuers Down Under, Oh, and the rescuers down under. Yes, that's five. <laughs> <laughs> so go vote on the movies. We'll, we still have some to add to the list. There's a whole. There's a whole bunch there. still to add. But yeah, you can uh, vote. You can vote once per movie, but you can vote on as many movies as you like. Whether you want to vote them down because you don't want to hear us talk about them for a while, or you want to hear us talk about them as soon as possible. Hey, listeners, Francisco doesn't want to cover E.T., so go if you want us to, make sure you go and vote E.T. up. Yeah, I'm going to go vote it down right now. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All that being said, I want to thank, uh, once again, Paul, Sharon, but most of all, you who's listening, whether you're in the car, on your commute to work right now, or you're working at work, or you're bumping into the camera like uh, Sharon's <laughs> husband, former guest host Josh. Hi, Josh. Um, Hi. Or oh, you're. How did he make it? <laughs> or you're working out. We really appreciate. Or pre- just walking. Or you're, if you're just walking, that's a form of exercise, working out. 
Uh, we really appreciate you. Flying your yarn crafts. Yes. <sighs> like my wife, yes. Yeah, I, you could be sitting and listening. <laughs> Whatever you are doing. Oh, okay. We I super, it was just those specific people. Would you let me finish? Master interrupter. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate you listening, subscribing, downloading, interacting with us. It's so awesome to have you as a listener. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Now say it like a pirate, because International Retro Talk Like a Pirate Rewind Day is complete. September 19th. Proceed to Omega and return to base. It won't be for return to base. So you can practice. Okay, I'll practice that. Remember, Friday, September 19th. No wonder they shipwrecked. Their boat was full of holes because it was a Swiss boat. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs>